0: You see I the coach coach the kitsch coach K-U-C-I, you see I the coach coach the coach coach K-U-C-I, you see the kids naked
1: comedy
2: On October 9th and 10th The Upright Citizens Brigade Theater is taking over the Danish town of Solvang. Yes Solvang for the ultimate comedy bash a comedy festival that will blow your mind come see the Upright Citizens Brigade Amy Poehler Tom Lennon and Ben Garand Paul F. Tompkins Matt Bronger Nick Kroll Casey Wilson Paul Rust Harris Whittles Josh Fadum James Adomian Kyle Kinane The Birthday Boys and a whole lot more October 9th and 10th Only in Solvang, California. For tickets and info, visit www.ultimatecomedybash.com.
3: Hi, and welcome back to Naked Comedy. You're still here with DJ intern Sam, doing it up retrospective style on the Ultimate Comedy Bash, which occurred October 9th and 10th, Friday and Saturday, in uh, Solvang, California. In uh, the year of 2009, put that together in your calendar. Well, I hope you enjoy the retrospective of the first show, because now we have a whole other day to go through for all of you who weren't there. And for those who were there, sit back, relax, and um, hopefully enjoy my retelling of the event. If you disagree, you can email me, um, <laughs> but uh, otherwise there's not much you can do. It's the podcast. I I make it. So I'm I'm going to tell what I thought happened. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so the second day we had there were two improv shows. Um well, one improv show, one comedy show. Two two shows of comedy. Six amazing hours of comedy. Let's go with that. Second day there were six amazing hours of comedy. Um and the shows this time were at the Solvang Festival Theater, which if you haven't been it was a gigantic outdoor theater that's uh, very classically Shakespearean built. It's really, really cool. There's a uh, balcony for like Shakespeare love scenes, and the whole stage is like this black castle out And whoever built the stage was really smart because they've built the stage so it never faces the sun. Um, the same cannot be said for the audience, but um, it was really cool at least in my mind, to see that. <laughs> it was a great show. The first show was the, um, I guess, quintessential UCB show, um, the ASCAT show. It was a really good one. There were all the original UCBers. Um, Matt Walsh, Matt Besser, Ian Roberts, and Amy Poehler came out from New York. There were a bunch of other great people on the show as well. And the um, monologist was an amazing duo, um, Tom Lennon and Robert ben um, who are a powerhouse of comedy. If you've ever seen them before, I'm not even going to say where they're from, because you should know better. You should know that. Anyway, um, the greatest Ask Cat show ever really was quite great. Some great stories. Um, what's cool? What was cool about um, Tom and Robert was that they definitely w- were not afraid to go personal, go crazy stories. Um, I think Tom told some stories about his family, um, and drinking and whatnot, and uh robert uh revealed that when he was a kid he was a smurf collector smurf memorabilia collector memorabilia collector, which i didn't know, and that his collection actually um was on display at the world's Fair in the eighties, which I also didn't know, and I don't think anybody else did, but it was good times, so now you know if you weren't there, and if you did go um Wasn't that cool? (laughs) Um, But so let's go now to an interview that I did that day with uh, Matt Walsh and Ian Roberts in between shows. By the way, just so you know, this is in no way like a professional style interview thing. Like the interview, it's called naked comedy because it's naked. It's like whatever goes on. So don't feel like you have to be on your interview guard.
4: Can I talk to you, Ian? And you just like are
1: flying the wall? Is
3: yeah. that the idea? Well no, I, I mean bet she wants you to take your clothes
1: off.
0: No,
4: that's <laughs>
1: absolutely not.
0: That's what Oh, you're not gonna do it, but that's what she wants.
1: I was gonna say, like, uh what was going on at home when you left at 7 a.m.? Who was up? Nobody? Kids? Declan and Katie had just gotten up. Yeah. And Declan was already on the Wii. Oh, and, he likes the Wii? Yeah. Indiana Which one? Gillum's Lego. I gotta get you to Wii. <laughs> he's not ready, man. I said, fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then I said, I said, where are you going, Daddy? I said, oh, I have to work today. I'm And he goes, oh, man.
3: He's <laughs> so cute. So sad.
1: I
4: had Jude in the high chair and we were watching Sesame Street. I served him a little breakfast for
1: me. still I spilled coffee
4: during the show. Did you see that, Ian? No. Yeah, it's classic.
1: Oh,
3: when the guy came out to clean it? Yeah,
4: when the guy came out during Danielle and Matt's... <laughs> or, I think it was Danielle. She did you spill my maid?
1: coffee, too? Did I steal it? No. no,
4: no, spill my coffee. No, I did not. my coffee got, got spilled. Not yet. Great job. I haven't spilled it
3: yet. <laughs> so what are you guys... Um, you're doing the Ultimate Comedy Bash that ends today. What other big projects do you guys have?
0: Um, a movie <laughs> that Ooh. the UCP is producing...
3: Oh, the, is it the movie of, uh... Freak Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: that's the big deal. That's the next
1: big UCB project. And, uh, Matt and I have a show that's going to be on Spike that mm-hmm. we've already filmed. Mm-hmm. It's ten episodes of a show called Players. It airs cool. March, March 2nd. March 2nd. Oh. Daniel Schneider will yeah. also be
3: on it. I remember hearing about that a few months ago. So it's, in March, it's going to start airing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so long. No. But you have no control over that. Or no. do you? No we don't. Could you sway them? Could you no. go in and they start spilling their coffee until it gives it a better they put it on the air.
1: A better
4: chance. They're gonna pair it with reruns of Entourage that they've acquired.
3: <laughs> I guess that could as well. Um, alright, well you guys have a show to do, so we'll wrap it up. Um now I've been asking everybody this question, so I'll ask it to you as well. Say, God forbid, knock on wood that once this tape recorder turns off, we all implode. Not the world, but like us three, and all they have is this recording, and they turn it on, and it starts, you know, five seconds towards the end of this track. What would you like your last words to be?
0: I love you, Katie, Declan, and Josie. You're the best friend of my life. I miss you. You're
3: such a family man.
4: No, I have to say the same. I love you more than Jude, and I'm like... You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. (laughs) About
3: you? I haven't given my last word yet. I'm gonna. P-
1: you just set it up. You have to do it.
3: But I've been asking everybody the last word situation. You said the
1: three of us are dying. Oh. imploding. Oh, you got five seconds. We can leave. Uh. That was it. You know, was That's how I would
3: end it. That's how I end really? most things. Yeah. That's how I end most things.
1: But you do a podcast, aren't you speaking to an audience that you want to say something
4: about?
3: Yeah, but they know me, they get it. And if they don't, then... Yeah. It's a very chill podcast. Okay. It's a very, very laid-back Goodbye, podcast.
4: podcast audience. Thank you for listening.
3: <laughs> Those guys are good guys. Good Good guys. It's good to see people who are still funny and comical after being dads or moms or graham peppers or step peppers and whatnot um after the Ascat show there was a little break and then it was the greatest comedy show ever um which was just a extravaganza of comedy in all its forms shapes and sizes um it started off with um never gonna stop then following that we had a bunch of comedians, um, the first of which was Paul F. Tompkins, not hosting but doing his stand-up, and it was great to see him again. Um, I hadn't seen him since he had left for New York, so it was good times to see him in action again. Um, definitely, definitely one of the f- one of my favorite performers. Um, and so here's an interview I do with him after the show. Should
4: I close that door?
1: Okay.
3: <laughs> no one else can be on this interview. Is the Paul only?
4: <laughs> it's just it's so loud post show hubbub.
3: <laughs> Last night the interview I did with Kyle was in front of the speaker in the dance. Like once they turn that room into the dance room, <laughs> will that
1: be usable for you?
3: Yeah, actually, um, it will. I listened to it and it's it, we're in front of a speaker, but right. you can hear us. Okay, this little thing's pretty. Pretty fantastic.
4: I guess so. I did not mean to uh, cast aspersions on your equipment.
3: Now it's not going to work, and now yours is going to be the only one that fails. And then forever it's going to be... I'm going to replace this part with... So I was talking to Paul, and here's kind of what we talked about. Just build it from memory. (laughs) That's that's totally what the listeners want to hear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just memory. It's cool. (laughs) So you're doing the third show, which is just the general improv show. Like what what are you expecting to do with it?
4: is I'm just gonna do some stand up and and uh you know try to play around with uh with the space. I love places like this. It's a big outdoor theater, it's a gigantic stage. There's a lot of space. And I, I like to you know, to, to roam around a little bit and uh. Can you uh, get
3: up on the Shakespeare balcony? I don't
4: know, I would love to. I would love to do my whole set up there. That would I be will so cool. But I bet they won't let me. You know
3: what? If you ask, I don't think they like, don't tell them. But I, don't think, I don't think they'd let Tom do it. But right. if you asked, I'll ask. I'll Cause, ask. Because you're dressed for the part, you're, well, you're giving it the respect. I'm dressed the, the most series.
4: theatrically, I think. That's true. The entire uh. group of people
3: here. I've seen photos of you, but now meeting you for the first time, it's. This is there's so many angles it's going on. It's yeah, like like I could I you might be 200 pounds, you might be five pounds. Like it's just
4: an <laughs> optical illusion of a matter I've never seen well, before. Well, it turns out I'm 205 pounds. Oh. So you kind of covered both.
3: Oh. Yeah. Put them together. Yeah. Hurrah. Yeah. Smarts. Okay, maybe it's not an optical illusion, but it makes yeah. you think yeah. it is. Yeah. Sure. So you doubt the truth. Um, what did you think of last night's show at the the Maverick Saloon?
4: It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It, it was, uh, I, I didn't know what to expect because I posted on Twitter that we were doing the show at the Maverick, and uh, some people wrote back and said, oh, that place is terrible, <laughs> which is that's not really how you want to go into a new place, yeah. thinking it's already terrible, but then the lowered expectations, I think, uh, made everything a pleasant surprise. Plus,
3: conversely, or mm. if you think about it, maybe on the same level, it was Kyle's recommendation
4: Oh, was it really? It
3: was, yeah. Because I guess he had performed there before.
4: Okay.
3: And um, since that was a show that he and Matt were doing, he was kind of like, what do you want to do? And it?" And he was like the Maverick. I heard they have good chili, but I don't think anybody actually followed through in tasting it. <laughs> I
4: <didn't feel> like <laughs> it. Um, so. When I asked about food, the, I think the guy who ran the place told me to go to the Italian restaurant <laughs> next door. Um, but it was, it, yeah, it turned out to be a really fun show and everybody was really nice. It was, it was a ball. <laughs> it was interesting
3: to see um, the post-Josh trying to host. <laughs> Post-Josh Fadum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> He's just a, a force. Like it just he just goes so crazy out there. And then there is a lot of uh, of uh, cleanup after Josh Fatem is done and replacing mics and mic stands and uh, untangling cords and stuff like that. But it's part of the magic. It's part of the magic. It's also part of my responsibility as the host. <laughs> you know, I have to I have to bust the stage as it were.
3: <laughs> You're like the teacher and everybody's the student. You have to shuffle well, them in from well, recess. like the substitute, teacher. <laughs> the substitute teacher that people throw spitballs at. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, how um, the material that you're going to be doing is that new? Is it from your the album you just recorded? In at. at uh, yes,
4: there will be a couple things from no from the one that I did in Chicago earlier this year, which oh. is coming out uh, next month. Um, and uh, I don't know all what else I'm going to do yet. I got, I got two bits that I definitely want to do, and I, I think I need a third to kind of round out the set, so I have no idea what that's going to be. Well, it's
3: going to be... i got to figure it out amazing. soon. It's going to be good, though. I, I, well, you, bring the, you. you bring the most joy, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> certainly Me
3: try. and someone who I shall not name so that she's not made fun of or whatever, but who has an authority said so that you get the most laughs on a large scale... You do a number of shows from years to years. I'm trying to make it very vague so nobody can know who it is. But just know somebody is like, you get most laughs.
4: Wow. Is this somebody on the inside of the organization? Kind of. It's it's very hush-hush. Very it, exciting.
3: We can't... We're going to have to destroy this record. Will you tell me off the record? I'll tell you off the record. Okay.
4: All right. Well, then let's proceed like normal, and I will pretend like that's not all I want to talk about.
3: <laughs> well, you just want to know who told you the exact. <laughs> exactly. Know if they're a liar or
4: not. Yeah. Maybe
3: yeah. I won't tell you now. a liar. Why would I assume they're lying? <laughs> I don't know. You're very interested in My it. My
4: self-esteem is not that low. <laughs> No, oh, I want to know who's saying nice things about it. That's neither here nor there. Let's continue from this point.
3: <laughs> All right. Well, since we have to go... Since the show is going to start, as most LA shows do, they go down, long, and we don't know if this one next one's going to start early. Yes. If, okay, let's wrap up.
4: You, by early, you mean on time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Right. I'm hoping not. But, um, okay, so let's say, God forbid, knock on plastic, um, that after this is turned off, we both implode and the world ends. Not the world ends, but our world ends. Everybody else gets to hear this. Right, but would your laugh? Yeah, yeah, but this hasn't been imploded. This has save, it. Push it saves itself. Right. Then it puts itself away, and then somebody finds it. Sure. Soon after we've imploded. That's a very
4: detailed scenario.
3: <laughs> and before they ask why we've imploded, they listen to this. What would your last words? Would you? What would you like them to be?
4: <laughs> oh. um, what happened was we imploded. Because yep. I imagine people will be confused. That's true. You were so the third person though with those words. Really?
3: It is. Who were the other two? Oh, I was so drunk. Um I think one of them was Kyle. Mm-hmm. There were I, I was I was really drunk last night, well, so I'll not my sure. answer then. <laughs> okay, let's okay. So they know that you're imploded now and okay. we've continued on for some reason.
4: I got one. This was your fault. That's and then funny. they're they're haunted by that. Forever. That's true. No, did somebody say that? No, somebody right. did not say okay. that. Okay. All right. That's good. You I need, like to, you need to have
3: one. the blame. You need to give somebody the blame. Yes, yeah, exactly. then, then, The first thing you
4: do in any crisis is assign blame.
3: Because then you have all the blame fighting. And if you yes. can just stop it at the beginning, yes. that person can be, you know. Get it out of the way. Yeah, it's good. And then good. we can proceed. It's yes. cool. Well, thanks for talking to me. My pleasure. It's always good times. I know that for <laughs> <laughs> I know for my podcast, people say that ours is the funnest. They say we are like old souls. Oh,
4: that's
3: right. That's right, sweet. Always Good Times with Paul of Tompkins. And a bonus Easter egg, um, if you listen really closely, behind the interview you hear some music, and that's actually We Can't Stop while they were rehearsing. So if you've never heard them before, listen very closely and you will hear them practicing. Um, at the very end of the interview with Paul F. Tompkins, we had a special, special guest, uh, James Adomian. He was on the Maverick Fresh Faces show, as well as the best comedy show ever. Um, so, here's a little bit with him and Paul.
4: Who is it? Hi! James. Hey! David <laughs> uh, You don't need a tip. I don't want to interrupt for you. <laughs> no, not at all.
3: No, we're done. We're just wrapped up? Oh, okay. Would good. you like okay. to make a comment?
4: Uh, yeah. Tell you, Sure. <laughs> uh, <huh>. You <laughs>
2: asked the right comment? guy. Do you have a comment? <laughs> Do you have a comment? Um... Po- <laughs> So Paul of Tompkins is a visionary and
1: a genius. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Paul is flabbergasted right
4: now. That is James, in case you didn't understand, that is James' impression of me, his so called impression of me.
3: Because I was here. It's like there's two Pauls.
4: The yeah, I know. I'm, am I me? What's going on? <laughs> People are going to be like, I hear two Pauls. I don't know what's going on. And it's going to be bad. <laughs>
0: We'd have a safe word
3: to make sure you know which one is
4: which. We just need that in general, I think. Yeah, yeah. safe word for life. Right? Yeah.
3: All right. Any last words?
4: Uh, I already did my last Solvang, one. California! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
3: James Adomian, great guy, and did great impressions um, at the greatest comedy show ever, so definitely someone to check out. Um, he performs all the time at the UCB Theater, um, so check him out. At the Midnight Show um, and Gallery of Evil with Maximilian Blank. And as for Paul of Tompkins, good times. That guy guy is the sweetest guy ever. Um, If you ever get to run up and say hi to him, he's definitely the nicest person ever. And um, his suits will blow you away. I've never seen such meticulous patterning in all my life on one person at one time. It's great. It's a visual gag. If I've ever seen one that doesn't read on stage... Sadly, but or not nearly doesn't read nearly as much as when you're right up next to him. Like, whoa, good sight gag. Always. If I could if I could advise anybody or if I could tell my one wish of the world would be to always be a sight gag. I would think that would be cool. Anyway, um, so on with more of the comedy show. Um, another one of the people on the show was uh, Nick comedy regular Nick Kroll. Um, so we have a little interview with him. And uh, here it is. Cute. I drove
2: up with uh, Matt Walsh.
3: Uh, what did you think of the drive?
2: It's a beautiful drive. I was up in Santa Barbara for a wedding last week, so I was comfortable the first time. And it gets it's beautiful. It's really nice and misty and foggy. It's like uh, the day my mother died.
3: <laughs> it's weird how pretty the mountains are that got set on fire. Like, mm-hmm. whatever paint they put up there.
2: And that green, that weird green paint? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, if it, is it to just mask it, or is there, like, minerals I heard, in it? I to, heard
3: that, like, that's what they sprayed on, like, the special kind of, like, fire... Instead of the white stuff, it was, like, different stuff. So that's, uh, like, what's left there God when God. they were trying to... And I think it kills the grass, and so nothing grows back for a while. Oh, okay. Until it grows back flame-retardant. Nice. Do the magic of genetic engineering. Let's do it. Yeah. So you're on the last show of the inaugural Ultimate Comedy Bash. Yes. Mr. Nick Kroll, for people who don't recognize the voice. Uh, which would be is weird. Is this for a podcast, or is this a... Yeah, it's for a Yeah. The it's for naked comedy. You've been on this.
2: No, I know, but I'm. But I didn't know if this was a for a written thing or so they can hear the Cheetos.
3: Yeah, if we transcribe it, we'll transcribe the, the Cheeto crunching. Okay. It's a pretty specific crunch. I
2: want that. I want the crunch described as an orange tang explosion.
3: Nick Nick Kroll enjoys an orange tang explosion. Yeah, there you go. All right, that'll be. I'll let the transcribers know. As he gulps know.
2: from his diet coke intensively considering the set that he's about to partake in. <laughs> Cole sticks a fist up his own butt.
3: <laughs> Quietly consuming the carbonation. Mm-hmm. It works out. <laughs> you so. know Mookie?
2: Mookie's, Mookie's in the in the band on the first the for the band, right?
3: You're from you're from that. are you're doing the new show, aren't you?
2: Moogie's yeah. the on the show, my secret girlfriend.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. how's Is it going? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. whatever. Join in. It's oh, all good.
0: All right, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. It's up to,
3: you it's already, up to you Nick. He
2: already stepped on my toes in a McDonald's, and they were brand new Nikes, and I'm I almost killed you for it.
3: Oh, so that you can't really step on them any more I than that. I
0: my fries. Yeah, and
3: balanced out a little bit. What's this an
0: interview
3: for? Uh, for a podcast called Naked Comedy.
2: OpenlyGayGuys.com. <laughs>
0: Up my alley,
2: there you go. <laughs> there you go.
3: Let's have a conversation between the two of you. Okay, go.
2: What do you, uh, um, I like it it's beautiful, it reminds me of um, what people from Norway um, wanted their country to look like when they moved to the U.S.
0: My uh ancestors are from Norway. Oh, really? Yeah. I did a report on it in 5th grade.
2: My answer... I did a, re- a book report on Sweden in 4th grade. Really? Do you know what Sweden's main exports are?
0: Uh... Watches.
2: Textiles. Textiles. Chocolate. Yeah. Fabrics. What about... Um, um, and I, you know that I am 100% Finnish. I
0: didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't
2: know that. Um because it's a lie.
0: When <laughs> I was in 5th grade, there was the blue team and the white team. Yeah. And I was on the blue team. Uh-huh. And the blue team had to do this whole big project about their country's ancestry. Mm-hmm. And it took like months and months to do. And we had to do all these elements of it, and the white team got to take a trip to Ellis Island and not do anything.
2: <laughs> because they were white. Yeah. They're yeah. like, hey, you didn't have to come through here.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Blue team versus the tough road that your Norwegian ancestors had getting here. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> my my Norwegian grandfather invented the pure pack milk carton. Are you serious? Yeah, and the three sided hot dog boat.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah. My Jewish grandfather invented the concept of money lending. <laughs> really? And my grandmother invented uh, electronics.
0: Are those lies they told? Yeah. Just now. Did okay. your
2: dog, grandfather really invented the three hot dog swear, boat? Yeah. What is the three hot dog boat?
0: Three sided hot dog boat. You know when you get a hot dog? And I only the know the sponge. ones that are the circles. Yeah. They're like giant oblong circles. There's those, but there's ones that like I don't know if they do them anymore. But the it's ones like that nobody sided, uses. Oh, you so you get the hot dog out of it? Yeah. The one nobody uses. And then the pure packed milk carton, which I don't know exactly what, is that?
2: what that is. <laughs> and you're getting paid. You're getting that sweet. You're getting that three quarter dollar. That's just letting you live the comedy life? Not a penny. Not a penny? Not a penny, no. My I own. only
0: use my. Uh, I don't touch my Tonight Show money.
2: <laughs> you don't? No. <laughs> Wait, sorry, just so everyone knows that Jay Leno just entered the conversation. Um, hey, <laughs> I I. Um, do you know that I uh, I invented the concept of adultery? Really? And, uh, yeah. So I made. Who was the first? And who was the first one to participate in it? Yeah. Uh, Woody Allen. Wow. Yeah.
0: Gay adultery.
2: Yeah, Woody Allen. This is where it comes out. Woody Allen is a gay homosexual. What would it have sounded like? I've broken you the and news. Woody Allen having sex. Hey, come on! <laughs> I, uh, All right, the oh show's yeah. about to start, so are let's get some last words. Are you done with us? You're bored? you bored. with what we're giving you? huh? No,
3: I'm not bored with what you're giving. Yeah, you. yeah we
2: are. <laughs> it's fine. I, ruin it? I Ru- don't want to have ruined no, anything. No, no, no. You didn't no, ruin no. anything. Okay.
0: You Make made sure it better. My name doesn't come up. This is about Nick Kroll, not me. But I get late. my good quotes. <laughs> um,
2: this is just a podcast, by the way. All right, quick, so quick, quick last words. Oh, quick,
3: I've been asking everybody this. If God forbid, after this. Thing happens, you both implode and it's the last recording of you. What do you want your last words from solving to be?
2: Uh <laughs> good Cheetos.
0: Do what makes you happy. Alright. Good times. I
2: think mine's more profane.
0: <laughs> is that live?
2: Is that live podcasting?
3: It's podcasting directly. Thank you. Wow. Good times. Having the uh secret girlfriend guy stop by unexpectedly. Always good times. That's why it's cool to um interview comedians because you never know who's gonna run up and join the conversation um fun times so last up on our interview cavalcade of goodness um we have another naked comedy regular tom lennon um maybe not a regular but i see him at almost every show and we say hi and he's such a nice guy he's a great guy he has baby he has a baby now little baby boy and um definitely definitely adorable to see the um we do one guy with a baby. It's adorable. But um, so here's an interview I did with Tom. And um, backstory on this one: this was right before the um, Greatest Comedy Show, um, where Tom and Robert did their um, Cirque du Soleil bit. Which, for anyone who hasn't seen it, is um, they play two Cirque du Soleil performers. So they have the, you know, crazy spandex costumes and these long, long prostate noses, um, and they're trying to do their show, but they're not at Caesars or wherever they are in Vegas, so they don't have many of their props. So they're trying to make do. Um, In so many words, it's a lot better than what I described it. It's more, there's more to it than that. You should still see it, but that's the gist of it. Um, But so I did the interview right before the show. He was already in costume, and um, I came up and found him, and he he was, like, playing with his baby, and, like, amusing the baby with his giant, like, prosthetic... Cirque du Soleil knows so it was very cute and very cool um, so with that image in mind <laughs> here's an interview with Tom Lennon so um, we're here at Ultimate Comedy Bash Tom Lennon friend of the show
1: when are we starting are <laughs> we already started yeah we already started okay cool
3: so for people Check. who are listening to the podcast um, do you want to give a description of yourself right now
1: um, right now, I'm wearing a um, Cirque du Soleil uh, unitard that covers my entire body, including my head. Um, it's basically skin tight. It's basically like wearing spray paint. Um, <laughs> and I also have a, a prosthetic nose on. I have like a four-inch-long prosthetic nose. Um, basically, I'm dressed like one of the guys from uh, and and it's a- The Stair. And I'm having a beer, and I kind of have to pee. Oh no! And I can't really get out of this. Oh no! So it doesn't matter if you're. And my you're doing son any of the is also watching me. My son, who is three and a half months old, has been watching Daddy in his Cirque du Soleil outfit. Which I don't know if it's the healthiest mental.
3: Does he thing enjoy the morning. nose? Seems so like it could be a plaything.
1: Um, anyway, where were we?
3: We were talking about you doing uh, the show.
1: The Soul show so far. So far it's been very, very fun. I missed the uh, Fresh Faces show last night. Oh. Was it fun? It was
3: a good show. It was a good show. It was a good show. It was, it was, show. A, show. It was a fun um, show.
1: And then we just did like a, what felt like a marathon of ass cats, although I guess that's the normal length of ass cats.
3: I guess so. It did feel kind yeah. of long, but in a good way. Forget.
1: The how long they are. do you, a long trip.
3: Do you plan, when you've done monologist before for that show. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, for people who don't know, monologist they bring up somebody who tells stories and they improv basically from the story. Very, yes. very basic description. Do you ever plan the stories beforehand? I did
1: the first time I ever did it. I had a few things in my mind that I needed that I thought I would try to lead to. I didn't have anything today, certainly. Um, it depends, you know, it's, it's, at a, at a certain point, there's only a certain number of anecdotes that have happened to you in your life, so at some point you will probably weave them all into something you say. But I, I, I will say that nothing stresses me out more than doing an ask <laughs> Because you're generally, they're best and funniest when you don't, when you don't have anything planned. That's usually really good. Um, and today's were all off the top of my head. So what's it Which like? That's why they probably felt a little meandering. <laughs> the they middle.
3: had they had some good points to them though. They had
1: good points, but they were a little they sometimes meandering. Basically, what you want to give them is like three to six great ideas for scenes they can play. Yeah. You know, and if you do that, it's good. And I would say it must have. If the, the scenes were also great today, so it seemed like it felt like a pretty good show.
3: So what's it like hearing like? Cause you you know you do you relate it to what you said when you're watching them perform or like what's that like?
1: Um, do I relate?
3: Like when they're performing, mm-hmm. based on your story, like what's that like? Are you like trying to think where it came from, or just enjoying the flow? Uh,
1: I try to just enjoy it, which is hard because you're also supposed to be thinking about more stories. Their improv then is supposed to inspire more stories for your next break, and I usually forget that I'm supposed to be thinking about that because I just <laughs> kind of enjoy watching, uh, particularly this this very specific group of six or seven people who are like the best improvisers. Amy Poehler, Matt Besser, yeah, Matt
3: Walsh, you know, the whole UCB. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Schneider, Schneider
1: and, Ratio Sands. and and then the guy who runs UCB in New York who I just met today oh that's what he is yeah he runs oh. UCB theater in New
3: York okay I was trying yeah. to figure like I know that guy but I don't know who he is very cool alright you have a show to do you have a baby to watch um, that's cool and fun stuff for this, show too? this should be a very funny show I am I'm excited fun for fun. the show um, last words um, last words for the ultimate comedy bash
1: uh, I gotta say it's so far very very fun and and soul bang it's like coming to do comedy in, like, a gingerbread house. It's, it's the craziest place. I a no gingerbread idea. house full of beer. Exactly. I had no <laughs> idea what a strange little town this is. Um, and it's a lot of fun so far. That's Let's good see times. how next one goes. Good times. Well, thanks After for this, talking. Done,
3: so. Thanks for talking. And that is it for the retrospective. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. If anything, you know, I hope you got the ambiance of the day out of this retrospective. Um That's what Naked Comedy is all about. Not always the hard facts, not always, you know, all the details, but you definitely get a feel for um, whatever it is we're trying to get a feel for. Um, Stay tuned to the show. Um, More interviews coming down the line. And uh, hopefully more retrospectives, because I like them. They're fun. Um, I hope you guys like them too. If you do, you know, get them on the podcast um, and um, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed the retrospective, and uh, I will see you next week, maybe. Well, that's the show for this week. I want to thank DJ Doug Pound for my awesome show theme. He's amazing and made that from the genius of his brain. You could check out more of his genius brain. Um, products at Doug Pound d o g g p o u n d dot com. Thanks again for downloading the podcast, and please tune into the full show on Thursday mornings or Wednesday night, however you want to think about it. Um, at from twelve a.m. to two a.m. on KUCI dot um, There's a lot to the show that we can't put on the podcast, like comedy albums, clips from TV shows, awesome, amazing surprise call-in guests, um, and so much more that is still pretty awesome, so check it out, um, do a stream record, um, Boycott TiVo until they allow you to record the FM waves along with your TV as well. Whatever you need to do. Naked Comedy, Thursday mornings, Wednesday nights, 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. on KUCI.org. Until then, I'm, um, uh, gonna... You see, I the coach, coach, the coach, coach, K-U-C-I,
0: you see, I the coach, coach, the coach, coach, K-U-C-I. you see, I the coach. Naked comedy.